Hey, this is Mike Herrera. You're listening to Magnified Pod. This is a yelling podcast. From poking at you to plans and everything in between, this is Magnified Pod, the only podcast that discusses culture, religion, politics, and the entire discography of everyone's favorite left coast punks, MXPX. And we're back. Oh. I'm Andrew. <laughs> I am John slash Santa. <laughs> and this is our podcast. Yes. Hey, hey John. Merry Christmas. Hey, man. Merry Christmas. Cheers. Cheers. It's yeah. been one hell of a year. Has been. Uh, we This will be our last episode of the year. Yep. While we retreat to various parts of the country to mm-hmm. see family, uh, get drunk in other parts of the country, probably uh, open presents, enjoy the holiday festivities, go to our annual liberal war on christmas meetings love that meeting yeah man i haven't i haven't seen you at the last couple no um, i've been at those soros uh payments oh, oh uh, yes workshops yeah that's that's where uh we get the payments from soros for all the uh you know the, all the protests pre- he's paid protesting, for yeah and the false yeah. flag operations yeah, and oh, stuff. of course yeah, naturally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> can you send me the notes yeah from the for from sure. the, the minutes from that last meeting will do yeah so uh, you know, we just got to make, make sure that we keep our foot on the neck of the most popular holiday in the country. <laughs> so, you know, as it goes, um, we got to keep fighting that good fight. That's right. Some of us do it by dressing our dogs in <laughs> holiday-themed sweaters, which I have done this evening. Yes. Harriet looks uh, adorable slash dejected. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. I will say her Halloween banana split costume uh, <laughs> gives her more anxiety than, than the Christmas sweater. So I know. I mean, it's. I can't imagine that she feels much. If you already have a fur coat right. and then you put like a wool sweater, oh, it's cozy. It's it is pretty. It is pretty cozy. But <laughs> there may or may not be some magnified pod family pictures. Yeah. That's right. So from our studio to yours. <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be uh this is gonna be a long ep. <laughs> I know what it's going to be. Unlike usual. No, I, I think this is gonna be longer <laughs> four hours. This is gonna be longer than usual. Yeah. Cause we have um some stuff to talk about. We have some voicemails, we have our Top ten, or at least ten albums yeah. that we of the year that we are going to discuss, and then we have a lot of Christmas songs. <laughs> There's a lot to get through, and uh, the the quality is wide ranging. It's accurate. <laughs> I I will say I I enjoyed not to not to spoil things here, but. Yeah. My impression of the majority of the Christmas songs over the years, having not really done a super deep dive, was like mixed at best. And I would say sure. I enjoyed myself pretty well listening to these yeah, Christmas I, songs. I think I was pleasantly surprised yeah. with a, a chunk of them. Yes. So, but we will 
we will get there. And John, as we, uh, this, this episode, people will be receiving this. This is our Christmas gift. That's right. To everybody. Yep. Because this is going to be coming out on the Friday before the whole Christmas weekend, whatever you want to call it, since Christmas is what, on a Tuesday? Yes. I think it's Tuesday this year. But it'll be Friday tonight. It will be Friday tonight. When this episode drops. Isn't it always? That's true. Uh, Yeah, this will be, this will, we wanted to release it a little early because people are going to be busy on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and maybe some people will be traveling Mm -hmm. on Friday or Saturday. Give them something to listen to over the weekend if they have a, if they have a long flight or a long drive or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're wrapping some prezzies. Yeah. Need wrap- a little podcast. Yep. To keep you so company. yeah, if you, if you, uh, if there's something that you want to get us for <laughs> Christmas, it's, uh, it's diamonds. <laughs> diamonds. <laughs> Okay, we'll, little dog we'll, the diamonds. we'll get we'll, we'll get, get that there. we'll get there. <laughs> yes, I will take some diamonds and some MXPX merch if you're listening. Yep, yep. I'll take that too. Uh, let's let's talk Christmas. What uh, what are so we we had a little question of the week uh, about Christmas tradition. Mm-hmm. The Christmas tradition that uh, people, you know, how do how do they celebrate the holidays? Not necessarily Christmas traditions, but uh, what do you do? What are some of your favorite holiday traditions or memories? And so we just kind of put that put that out uh, on Instagram. Sierra says milkshakes on Christmas morning with breakfast. Uh, my girls and me love this tradition. I'm into that. I'm into, and she said, uh, coffee or chocolate malt. Yeah. I'm into a coffee milkshake. Yeah. Um, Wake you up. Easy yeah, end of the day. That's right. And uh, Leonor. Hey there. Hey. Jeff the girl. Yeah, from Five Iron. She, all she said was tamales. And I was like, uh, she really said tamales. The tamales. <laughs> it's not Three. top of the muffin to you. <laughs> no, it is. Oh, right. Uh, she said, so I asked for some more info. She said, get around a big table with all your tias, abuela, and mom, and everybody works on part of it pork and lots of chili. So that's that to me says, it doesn't matter kind of like what food you're making, mm-hmm. but like that it's a big family thing that everybody's participating in. Yeah. I love it. Um, so then we have, uh, I am Jeff going to uh, Manning Street in, uh, I don't know what that, <laughs> do you know what the, you, U- Ukaipa, Ukaipa, Ukaipa. Is that a is that a place? It's a place uh, to watch the Christmas light show. Then cruising to Jose's Mexican food restaurant to eat. Then going to Bass Pro Shop on Christmas Eve, picking an ornament, getting picked with Santa, and then eat at the Hat or the Fish place if it's not too busy. Three, 
Tamales. So we got two tamales. <laughs> yeah. I think there's some others maybe too. Uh, Yucaipa is in San Bernardino. Okay. Um, MXPX memes, Danny Larry. I watch all over the other reindeer every year. That is not a program with which I am familiar. Have you, have well, you heard of it? All of the other reindeer. Oh, what did I Get say? It? He said Oliver. But oh, it's Olive. like a plan. Olive, the other reindeer. But it's oh. about an actual reindeer named Olive. Okay. She Olive, has the some other Christmas reindeer. Hijinks. Yeah. That is clever <laughs> as hell. Yep. <laughs> that is, that's good. So I'll have to check it out. Sorry for butchering your tradition, Danny. And Dr. Chad says we each get a new ornament every year this year josh and i got an owl and the boys got a llama and a poop emoji yeah i've i've talked to some of their friends and um people about ornaments getting Mm -hmm. new ornaments every year is that something that you do yeah we usually do it too what is um what are the because Dana and I, we started, we've we've gotten some new ornaments over the year, but we haven't made it a, a tradition to get, like, specifically get a new one every year. Sure. What are your, do you have, like, uh, specifications for what makes it on the tree? Because I know, so I have a, a orange and purple polka dotted uh, wood dinosaur uh-huh. that is on the tree that, Perfect. <laughs> that Dana's not super into, so that's... It's typically like side tree action. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very much like the that most recent SNL sketch. Did you see the the back see the back no. of the tree ornaments? You got to check it out. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Was uh, this the same episode as the Weezer yes, sketch? Okay. <laughs> it was. Yeah this this was probably one of the most solid, mm. like sketch for sketch sketch for sketch uh, SNLs that's been on this season. Not a lot of. It wasn't like typical hit or miss. I feel uh, like Matt Damon and everybody crushed Matt it. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. I will check it out. Yes. So, um, what, yeah, what do you, if you yeah. pick out an ornament, is it like it has to, I mean, because your, your tree has some pretty, uh, it's, it's, what, what am I even looking for? It's diverse. <laughs> yeah, there's a Ninja Turtle in there. Yes. Uh, some Harry, Harry Potter's Potter. out in there. Um, no, I mean, we usually will get it at like, like this year we went to Chris Kindle market and picked yes. out an ornament from there, or it'll be like, if we're at a place that has a special one and we'll, sometimes we've gotten one with a house for a year that we like bought our house and oh nice so something that sort of relates to what's going on at the time, I guess. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, do you have a, do you have a favorite ornament or do you have any ornaments that have transitioned from your childhood tree. Yeah, there are some of those. I don't know if I can name like a specific one. There's one like Nutcracker one where you pull a string and he opens up his mouth. Okay. thought that was cool when I was a kid and we've got that now. So, yeah, I don't know. How about you? Um, so, yeah, let's, let's, talk, let's talk Christmas morning and Christmas as kids because as a kid, did you always do a real tree? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so we always had a real tree growing up, and that is a tradition that is carried over into um, our Christmas tradition. And did you 
how did you go about decorating the tree? What was your, cause we had a very specific way of mm. doing things. I don't know that we had a, an order. We do now, uh, in my family, we do like, uh, black Friday instead of shopping, we get the tree okay. and get donuts and make mimosas. And then nice. <laughs> we wait the, uh, required or recommended 24 hours for the branches to fall. <laughs> See, this is this is what we do. Okay. Yeah, uh, this is not something that Dana was f- familiar with. It might be like a myth. I don't know. Is it real? No. I mean, if you if you get a tree that's all wrapped up, right, and all the it's branches are, yeah, you know, you need you need, you need some more, uh, you know, 90 degree angles. Right. That's what I'm saying. You know, got to get the. The branches not like all pointing upwards, mm-hmm. so yeah, we we wait at least uh, a day. We if we get it in the evening, we'll do it like typically the following evening. Okay. Um, yeah, but it's but one of the traditions that we've started is the putting on the Sufjan. I think I mentioned this in a yeah. previous episode. Putting on the Sufjan Christmas yep. albums, and it's. It and just talking about our some of our traditions and getting our ornaments and um yeah it's it's picking out a tree is a, is a serious thing we we want it to be a good a good looking tree we want it to be tall we want it to be girthy as you know everybody wants everybody wants a little girth a little Christmas girth <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's uh dear Santa. This this Christmas, I want a little Christmas girth. <laughs> uh but uh yeah, that's did you as a kid did you open up Christmas did you open up presents on Christmas Day? Uh yeah, we usually did a big Christmas Eve party at my aunt's house. It okay. was like the extended family and then Christmas Day was just my immediate family. Yeah, I, I, we were always Christmas morning presents. Yeah. We, I know that some people open presents on Christmas Eve and I could never get down with that. Right. Like I didn't understand necessarily why, maybe, maybe because the day is more about going to see family or something like that. But we typically would open... One present okay, that from familiar. like an extended family member. Somebody who doesn't really count. Just open that one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, maybe some uh, music inspired by the Passion of the Christ. Sure. Something for like example. that. For example, just kind of <laughs> pulling that out of nowhere. You sure. know, not that I've ever brought that up before. <laughs> um, and I definitely didn't get that when I was in college when... That's when the movie came out. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I mean, sense. no, but it's like <laughs> you were a grown. I was person. <laughs> I was a grown person, and it's like I feel like I've I feel like I've been a little bit rough on my <laughs> poor grandma. Jared's <laughs> definitely been rough on your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Um, I wasn't even thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway. Anyway, Christmas traditions. <laughs> Christmas traditions just <laughs> ripping on your grandparents. Yep. Oh boy. Yeah, I I've and and as I've gotten older there are some traditions that I've uh you know, 
some of the some of the things like traditions for tradition's sake to me is not the best way of approaching a lot of things when people say but it's tradition <laughs> it's like especially you, when they say it like that yeah <laughs> but like when it's when people it's because it's just like one step away from like but just it's the way it's always been done right right and you're and then that gets into some potentially problematic areas mm-hmm. but they're just some some traditions are if if they're harmless and they're not harming anybody that's just like it warms it warms my heart to think about you know waking up on christmas morning and mm-hmm. you know i'm a grown ass man a married man but uh-huh. there's something about waking up at my parents place yeah that's cool on on a on christmas morning and there's coffee on, and my mom has made her uh, yearly bubble bread, which is like a some it's some it's has different names in different places. Like it's like, like a pull apart bread or monkey, mm, bread, monkey bread or something. Yeah. yeah, like one of those things. Sounds and, wonderful. Oh, it's the best. It has walnuts and like this caramely caramely like mm. stuff drizzled yeah. all over it and. Drizzle it. Oh, man, it's the best, and I'm so excited that then we crack open some mimosas. Sounds great. Get get the fire. Get the fire. Fi- pajamas on. Well, I do wear my <laughs> my red union suit <laughs> nice. with with butt flap. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, it's it's one of those things that, as I have gotten older, uh, it it is less and less appropriate. <laughs> Like as a grown man to be, uh-huh. to be like opening presents, like. There you go, say opening your butt flap. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, that would be less appropriate. But you know, like these, like union suits are, aren't exactly like, they're not hiding much from the world <laughs> in, in terms of the, uh, the bulge area. Sure. Sure. You know, and. It's hey, show it off on Christmas. When <laughs> else do you gotta, get a chance? Gotta unwrap that package, bro. <laughs> Christmas bulge. <laughs> yep, yep. That's so. I don't know how how was how was Christmas morning changed uh, with uh, with you and Jenny, and then in these past uh, four or five years with mm-hmm. with now having two kids. Uh, it doesn't. They're not quite old enough yet to like wake up. That morning, be like Christmas, but sure. like I'm sure that's coming soon. We've got like Elliot has like four different advent calendars he's blowing through every day, <laughs> and one of them is this like paper chain thing. Okay. Have you seen these? No. And you take off like one chain for each like sleep until it's Christmas Day. So he'll like that's the first thing he wants to do when he wakes up these days is like take off the chain and be like, Dad, there's ten more sleeps till Christmas. So like this year might be. The first year of that, but yeah, I don't know. Usually we keep it pretty chill and quiet in the morning, and then uh, other family comes over later in the day. But I don't know. I just remember being little and like wanting to stay up late to yeah. catch Santa. Sure. And like some years I was like, I am determined. I'm going to stay up and prove once and for all whether this thing is real or not. And then inevitably I would fall asleep. Uh, and the car at home or and, whatever. So. And, and, you know, and you wouldn't have discovered anything 
other than that he's real. Right. I mean, so he would give me a high five and, give me <laughs> and go back to sleep and call it a day. Yeah. He'd, you know, he'd, he'd be like, thanks for the milk, John. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Your Christmas bulge looks pretty great. <laughs> it's coming along nice, little John. <laughs> what a disturbing <laughs> vision this has become. <laughs> That is one kick-ass mullet. <laughs> yeah, he would have said that for sure. Santa probably had a mullet in those days. Yeah, yes. he's uh, <laughs> he's like, oh, adrenalized shit. That one rules. <laughs> yep, that's my fucking jam. <laughs> Blitzer loves that. It's Blitz- <laughs> Blitzen. Blitzen. Blitzen loves that one. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he's <laughs> he's like, don't worry, I got an extra pair of jorts for you. <laughs> oh man. Little Christmas jorts just made little Johnny's heart warm. This, some of these, some of these phrases that we've said so far sound like some really terrible Christmas songs. You know that we that Christmas Christmas, jorts. Christmas shoes song. <laughs> that Noswalt uh, famously addressed it. Yes, that is a uh, an awful song. It's tough, tough one. Yep. Um. So. Why don't we why don't we want to get into some voicemails? Let's do it. Um let's see. Who we got blowing up the lines. Who do we got? We have well we have I mean, I can give you like zero guesses because <laughs> you probably already know Danny Stairs yeah. from his Christmas uh Little shack we've set up for him under the stairs. <laughs> exactly. Here, little nook. You know, we'll we'll give him some chestnuts, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. That guy loves chestnuts. <laughs> He's a nut fan. So Danny Stairs left us like ninety-two <laughs> messages, but okay. um fortunately a lot of them sounded like this. Hey guys, it's Danny Stairs again. Wasn't it Jared Scott? I thought it was real interesting how quote he was Dude, I heard so Jared long. Scott. Okay, <laughs> come on, guy. We have been, we have been over this again. Bush League. <laughs> Did you ever make out any? No, <laughs> no. It's like, Jared Scott. There's like at least three of them where he's like. <laughs> Jared Scott. So, yeah, I, I have no idea what he's saying, uh, but we do have some that do make sense. Can't wait. Hey, what's up, dudes? We're doing this again. We're going to your top 10 set list or your 10 song te- set list. Um, a little weird because one of your 12 songs only have 13. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to disqualify both of them. <laughs> John, you're disqualified because you used two songs at number six. We don't have to do that again. Please see my prior email. Uh-huh. Andrew, you're disqualified because I just, I, I wasn't feeling it, man. I'm sorry. You had some, you had some bangers on that, but you had some, you, you missed, you, you left too many good songs out. I, maybe the problem is that Stryker was a little heavy handed. I only did 10 songs. I see why you guys did the encores. Maybe he's the real problem here again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. All right. Have a good week. Magpie for life. <laughs> so thanks, bud. Yeah, we we got a little uh, little heat, and then that heat got pushed off on to Riker. But 
you know, I think he was um, taking issue again for people who might not understand the small town minds first class mail that you uh-huh. included as a single song, which right. I feel like is perfectly legitimate. Yep. Um, and he didn't give any specifics as to why I was disqualified, but yeah. other than that, I had two encores, but let's be real. Any band is going to have an encore. So, but yeah. I think we need to hear his list. Yeah. He's, if he's, you know, done bus tossing us, I think he should, he should give us, give us their, his top 10. Yeah. Uh, he has some thoughts on that Jared Scott wedding mix CD. <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? Your boy, Danny Stairs. Good morning, Monday morning. Get this week going strong. You know, all those exciting things Mike Carrera thinks about Mondays. Like, dude, I love that guy, but he's wrong about Mondays. Anyhow, um, listening to your interview with Jerry here, that uh, wedding mix CD sounds pretty fucking sweet. Um, and I'm calling to make an official offer. Uh, the pod is welcome to extend this to Jared, and I, I think he's going to take you up on it. If Jared will... Uh, get a copy of that uh, CD to you, I will write him into an official Danny Stairs MXPX erotic fan. <laughs> so just throwing it out there, I think Jared will be into it. So, you know, hopefully this helps, guys. Magpile for life. <laughs> the highest honor one can achieve. <laughs> I mean, we still haven't heard back from Mike about oh the uh, fanfic. Uh, we really should ask him, like, what did you do with that? Did you read any of it? I want to know what he thought. I really want to know what he thought. <laughs> Um, and we have a little, uh, April, April added to our latest, uh, Patreon punk. Yes. Our newest Patreon punk. Yeah. Thank you, April. What's up, my boys? It's April. Just wanted to, uh, add some comments on a few things I've been listening to. Um, first of all, Riker, what's up? Thanks for the shout out. You're awesome. Um, so first of all, 2018 album of the year, since you guys haven't discussed it yet, I gotta throw out there Thrice Palms. Um, I loved Thrice in the Artist in the Ambulance and Illusion of Safety Days. Kind of stopped listening to them for a long time, but that album came out and it was awesome and I was super stoked. And then I saw them a couple weeks ago and their show was just one of the most incredible shows that I've ever seen. So I got really excited for it and um, have decided to go back and listen to some of the older stuff that I kind of dismissed because, you know, the sound change, um, I think I appreciate it a little bit more now as I've gotten older and they're just so incredibly talented and smart and thoughtful and uh, that album Palms, it's, it's like a story. Like once you start listening to it deeply, you realize everything's connected and it's just fantastic. So. If you guys haven't heard it yet, you should all listen to it. Um, second of all, on this uh, ultimate playlist or set list, first, well, 10 songs is not enough. Let's just start there. Um, so I would have cheated, too, because as you guys know, I do that with my top three all the time. So my uh, top 10 would probably have ended up around 20. Um, but anyways, John, you came in hot. Those first five songs, I was like, damn, John, like, this is a shit. And I don't really care for Small Town Mind. Sorry. Um, that's where it fell off a little bit. Um, but that's where it gets started. I was thinking, I, as a fan, am super lucky because you guys always talk about how you want to hear her that sound with Five Iron. Mm-hmm. And for as many times as I've seen MXPX, I think the 
there's only been one or two times that I haven't seen that song with them in it. So I'm thinking that there's a chance, or maybe you guys just need to come out to Southern California because that seems to be where it happens basically every time. So anyways, I think that's it for now. Um, hope you guys are going to have a fantastic Christmas episode. Can't wait to hear about it. Uh, December is awesome. Emily Whitehurst and Mike and Pierre are fantastic. Oh, that reminds me. John, your little dig on Pierre, what the heck is that? Like, I know good July, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, that makes sense or whatever you said. Uh, simple plan's good, and you should stop being a hater. Um, so, anyways, I'm out. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, April. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're uh, so... Yeah, we're we're getting some like mixed voicemails <laughs> where like starts off with like some love, ends with some like chastising, and then I mean that's how you know we're family. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I well a, a no dig on Pierre. I I enjoy his uh, his contributions to the wider MXPX canon. Um, I think what we were just trying to say is that they're a little poppier than mm-hmm. we're into, mm-hmm. and so it checked out to me that that would be uh, one of his faves. Yep. Um, thrice, add it to the list of several voicemails we've gotten now of yeah. mentions of punk bands who put out albums this year that I didn't even know <laughs> existed. I knew so. Paul. I knew Palms was coming out because it was pretty heavily advertised. Okay. And. I I was fucking with Thrice from, like, Illusion of Safety, Artist in the Ambulance, uh, uh, Viesu. Yeah. Um, and then the Alchemy Index. And then that's kind of where I yeah. fell off was those, like, so, like, 2008 was the kind of the last... Yeah. Uh, kind of time I checked in mm-hmm. with them. But yeah, we should uh I mean, people are saying good things. Yeah. Should check it out. He is he does have some very thoughtful lyrics. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw them, but I've seen I them kn- okay. once. Yeah. I know people talk about how good their live show is, <clears> which I could see. Yeah. So I saw them it was kind of a a random collection. It was thrice uh, me without you Ooh. and brand new okay so three very solid bands uh i i don't know if there's like i'd be interested to see what the kind of crossover and fandom of yeah. those three bands is yeah interesting but they were they were great yeah. um let's uh we got some we got some little controversy mm it continues. All right. It's uh, Lindy calling again. I just want to uh, say um, that I'm going to hop a flight down to uh, Chicago, <laughs> old Chi-Town there, and uh, I'm going to fight y'all because uh, Yellow Starburst happens to be the best Starburst in the world. I have my reasons. I'm not going to say them on air because, because it's a little inappropriate. Your mouth is but broken. They are the best. I will no. fight you all. Okay. I'm ruining the reputation of every Canadian <laughs> that ever was because I'm a feisty, I'm a feisty little 
person. That's right. I know I'm short. I know you guys. Uh, I know you guys think that me and uh, Danny Stairs are are the short people in uh, in this uh, PX community. That's right. I just used air quotes, even though I know you couldn't see them. Um, you know, we're not short. We're fun sized. That's right, fun sized, and uh, yellow starbursts forever. Forever. That's all. Love you guys. Okay. Um, <clears throat> two things. Uh, you're still wrong about <laughs> Yellow Starburst. Uh, even though uh, you threatened us with violence, you still came off as adorable <laughs> and Canadian. So I don't know. Maybe this is like Canadian threatening. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. This is come on. We'll 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 fight you. We'll take I, you on. But this, just, <laughs> this is like this is like uh, the the least threatening voicemail I think we possibly could have ever gotten. <laughs> I just love that this is far and away the most controversial topic we've addressed in our it's uh, true couple dozen plus episodes now is. Um, People's very passionate opinions about Star Wars flavors. I had no idea, no idea that first episode where we were just casually mentioning it, <laughs> mentioning it that it would it would launch it, a revolution. <laughs> Red Riders and Pink Boys and Pink Girls. Uh, and what was no now? Uh, oh, yellow. Yeah, um, yeah. What have they? Oh gosh, they've, they've launched their one. own hashtag now. Or lemon, lemon something maybe. Yeah, yeah. What are, I don't even know lemon lifers or something like no, that. It's even better than that. Is it? We got to give strikers proper credit here. Yeah. What is it? Um, well, yeah. I. I. Hey. I don't take away from those who enjoy the yellow. If if you are enjoying them, that's your prerogative. I will. Lemonhead. Lemonhead. There you go. Um, <laughs> I'll continue. Uh, you know, in my beliefs, and and you can continue in yours, and we can just have a dialogue together. About I guess her. so. We'll be. We'll try and keep it. Uh, <laughs> We'll, we'll try and keep it, you know, down here in the U.S., we, we can get a little rowdy, Lindy. You know, this is this is how we do things. But uh, we'll take your we'll take your fun size fisticuffs to the street. Oh, yeah. See, no interviews. <laughs> so I can you're free to crack so him at will. Crack this open. Um, so, John, feel free to pour some of this. Thanks, Brad. And we have. Another voicemail from our boy, Adam from North Carolina. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Adam from North Carolina again. Uh, just thanking you guys for the shout-out playing my voicemail. Y'all are wrong about it being our first interaction. While you're right that I haven't previously left a voicemail, um, I'm a long-time, first-time. I've... Uh, I'm a Instagram lurker. I don't have an account, but I like to see what you guys post on there. You know, I'm on the Facebook page. But I did send you guys an email several weeks ago hmm. uh, answering one or two of the questions of the week. Never heard back from you guys, but yes. I don't know. Maybe you guys have gotten too big. Big I time. forgotten where you came from. Don't care about the fans. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. So definitely not our first interaction. You guys are just sellouts. And you don't care, but whatever. Ooh. Giving you guys a hard time, of course. Uh, so thanks for the shout-out. 
Thanks for kicking Danny Stairs out of the basement and letting me move in. I'm happy to steal his residency. I should let you know I'm also an attorney and lobbyist, so I'm happy to steal you guys as a client. You know, I'll take his residency and poach his best client, the Magpod. Come on over. Uh, lastly, shout out to Riker. He's been getting crapped on for a couple weeks now, possibly rightfully so for his life in general opinion. Mm-hmm. Got to tell you, I'm a big White Stripes fan, Jack White fan myself, and he kind of dug himself even further in the hole by saying that the new Jack White album was good. I don't feel that way, but that could be more of a reflection on my taste and my lack of being able to appreciate art and not his. But, uh, yeah, he's been getting crapped on. We all have our controversies when it comes to MXPX, so I'm going to take the heat I off Riker right now and give you guys one of mine, one of my hot take controversies. I know people don't like Secret Weapon generally, but the song Drowning off that album may be a top five MXPX song for me. Love that song. Fascinating. Love it on the album. I even love it on the acoustic version, which I know you guys said was too long, but I love it. So trying to take some heat off of them. Uh, anyways, thanks again to show there's no hard feelings between anybody I've mentioned on this voicemail. I'm going to close it out by saying Magpot for life, Starrett for life, Riker <laughs> for always. Oh. Nice. Thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, that is, uh, that's our bad. <laughs> yeah. We definitely talked about your email and yeah. how great it was and we planned to respond and then uh, we blew it. Forgot about that. Yeah, so we, we need to... Uh, cover some of the things that you did talk about in the email it was a really really nice email and i did reply to you and say damn like because i i had sent it to john right away it was like yeah. oh man this is so nice and and then we were talking about it and then i think i don't know i feel like it was sort of around the brian bouchelt time i don't know it was anyway it uh it kind of got lost so we apologize um, but here's the thing. I want to start a bidding war for us as a client, uh, for Adam and Danny stairs. What do fair. you, what do you got? I, yeah. Let's, I'd, let's see. Let's support that. He's a lobbyist. He's probably got some, he's What are your connections? Yeah, I want to know what kind of lobbying yeah, you're yeah. doing. Who are you lobbying for? Um, or maybe we, maybe we don't want to know. I'm yeah, not that, sure. That's, could be. that's, you've listened to enough of our podcast to know, if we want to know. So <laughs> we'll just, we'll just leave it at that. But let's, uh, I, I was just going to say, neither yeah. of us had drowning in our top three. No, I think it's a decent song. It's, <laughs> I can't remember what we talked about when we talked about it. I do remember saying the acoustic version was too long, but it was very long. Does it does not make my top five MXPX songs no, the whole time. Not, but not I'm glad even, you enjoy it. Not even close. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I want to read some of Adam's really nice email that he sent to us. He says, first off, I want to say again how much I enjoy the podcast. I'm slightly older than you guys, 38. I have a career, a child, an ex-wife, and a soon-to-be new wife. Congratulations. Yeah. Suffice to say, I'm busy. That said, I still love music, listening to it, debating it, reading about it, etc., I love the bands I listened to in high school and college, such as MXPX. 
Sure, some of my friends back then listened to that music, but these days when we get together, they usually want to talk kids, home renovation, repairs, 401k. Hard for me to change the subject and say, yeah, but what do you guys think about this new MXPX album, Return to Form? Where is it ranking the catalog? My point is, while I love to think about these things, I don't get a chance to really talk about it in real life with others. Listening to your podcast gives me a chance to indulge that side of me and my interest. Obviously, I'm not in the room discussing it with you, but it's fun to think about that, what I might say about a certain album or certain songs, what my top three would be from before everything and after, etc. Uh, I do this with not just the MXPX portion of the show. I don't always agree with all the religious or political points you guys make on the show. Sometimes I do agree with them, but I still think about what my response would be if, if I were in the room. I know you guys might get a lot of grief over the politics and religious stuff. And there's some that say, just give me that sweet, sweet MXPX content. But it doesn't bother me. If anything, this country right now needs to be able to listen to differing viewpoints and be capable of having civil discourse without automatically demonizing those we disagree with. So uh, that's that's amazing. Yeah. First off, we really appreciate that. Um, you know, this is so when you say, yeah, I mean, you're not in the room discussing with us, but you're in our hearts though, but you are in the room in the sense that like, that's what the voicemails are yeah, for. Totally. That's why we play so many of them because yeah. it keeps that dialogue going yeah. and we love to hear what, what people have to say. So yeah, I mean, we're not like sitting across from each other, but, uh, it's, it's nice to hear what people say and totally. we all have those, we all have those different experiences for, for, why an album caught us the way it did or whatnot. So, um, yeah. And, you know, I, I don't feel like we've gotten a lot of pushback necessarily for any of the, um, religious or political content. I don't, haven't had too many people say, you know, you know, if, if people disagree, maybe they're just trying to be sure kind and amicable and not like, they do say, just talk about the music sometimes, <laughs> which is fair enough. Yeah. You can skip ahead if that's not your jam. Yeah, that's true. That's why we put the timestamps. Mm-hmm. And we've said that for a minute now. Yep. Uh, so he does have his ranking of the 10 studio albums. That's him. So we had mentioned that Riker was one of the only people who did that, but we have Adam. Yeah. So number one. Uh, life in general. Sure. So for Riker, that's that number, number one is when something's really good. Uh, oh, yeah. so, <laughs> uh, so he's, so Adam says it was the first one he heard. So maybe more sentimental, um, with the combined fact that it is a banger from start to finish. Correct. 100% agree. Yep. Number two, slowly. Okay. Number three, ever passing moment. He said it was the first new release by them okay. um, once he discovered the band. And self-titled MXPX is number four. Okay. He said, but it could flip with Ever Passing Moment. So okay. I think we both have that kind of experience with... Panic. Panic. Yeah. Uh, that we both could kind of... Yep. Uh, his number five, Teenage Politics. Okay. You know, I'll take... He says sorry. He knows it's our number one. 
Um, it's in his top five. But here's the thing. It's his top five. We've seen a lot of people. It's not even in the top five. No, it's not. <laughs> so I think having teenage politics in the top five says something. Yeah. Uh, secret weapon is number six. Uh, he says it defies logic and good taste. <laughs> Plans is number seven. Yeah. Panic is eight. Mm. That that to me is more controversial than secret weapon. Uh, you know, like I understand. I mean, if secret weapon were in the top five, that'd be another thing. But panic is 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 too good. He says, let me say that six through eight could also go in reverse. But I don't know. Uh, Pokenatch is nine. And before, before everything, everything after is 10. All right. So, uh, but here's one thing I need to say. He, this, he, he has a little section in here about <clears throat> guilty pleasures. So this was, you know, back when we were talking about guilty pleasure bands. Yeah. And he said, um, for me, and don't tell anyone, but I ride or die for Dashboard Confessional. Okay. And... He said he saw Dashboard open open for some punk uh, show or maybe on maybe his first tour. And thought, what the fuck is this little guy doing up there with an acoustic guitar? And but after two songs, he had me. So, um, I I am a Dashboard fan, especially the early stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the places you have come to fear the most, from beginning to end. Throw on that album, I know every goddamn word. <laughs> it's, I mean, some people might think it emo is, you know, the, that kind of music is kind of corny mm-hmm. or, but that album specifically is so high school to me. Mm. And it, it, I, I got your back. So, you know, I, I'm not gonna, not gonna bust toss you for liking Dashboard, man. Sure. That's, they're, is nothing wrong with that. Not one bit. And we got another voicemail here. Merry Christmas, fellas. Get it, guys. Santa Claus. <laughs> I've been so long. Is this Mike Moen? I think it's Mike Moen. Now don't you, don't you do me wrong. <laughs> Mike, you gotta, you gotta stop doing this to us. You just gotta get on the show, bro. Oh man, you gotta. Oh, this is. Wait, this is. They might be giants. Does that give you a clue? Um, whose favorite band is They Might Be Giants? Daniel Leary of Daniel MXPX Leary. memes. It doesn't. I don't, don't. A lot of people the, like they might be giants. I'm just trying to work some. I don't some know. It doesn't really sound. Here. Doesn't really sound <laughs> it like doesn't, him. But maybe he's. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It does not. It does not sound like Danny Leary at all. I prefer imagining him as the cackler, the phantom cackler, the phantom cackler. He shall remain. Yes. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank for you for beautiful rendition. Are you? Are you? Because is that the, uh, the, I thought he was singing the Mike Moen, uh, uh, Christmas song, the uh, Santa Claus. 
Oh, wait. What's the Mike Moen Christmas song? The Santa Claus song featuring Mike Moen? Oh, well, that's that. That's got to be what it is. Yeah. Well, uh, well now you... I'm all turned around. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it's, yeah, this is what it is. Is this a cover or something? We'll, we'll get there. That is definitely what he was singing. Yes. Is that a cover? Ah, we'll get there. I don't know. They Might Be Giants performed it. So did the Sonics in the 60s. So, yeah, anyway. Um, yes, no, it's not Daniel Larry. And that makes sense. It is Mike Moen. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> yep. So thanks again, Mike Moen, yes. for calling in and uh, keeping the mystery alive. Mm-hmm. We never want to know your identity. No. Just continue the cackling, yep. and that's that's how it shall remain. <laughs> um, let's see what do we got. What do we got going on? We got uh, out of voicemails. <laughs> that, that was that all the voicemails. That was all the voicemails. All right. Well, I mean, should we get into our favorite albums of the year? Yes. All right. So, uh, here let's get a little more. All right. Thanks, bro. Mm. <laughs> Got a. We haven't done. We haven't done any oh, ASMR yeah. in a while. <laughs> now you're gonna want to listen to Santa Claus featuring Mike Moen. It's a cover. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that. I didn't. I don't know who the cover is, <laughs> because we just we got a, a shout out to our boy Danny Stairs for hooking us up with a lot of these. Yeah missing tracks mm-hmm. um i was able to find a <clears throat> good amount of them on youtube and the like but there were some that uh that i have, wasn't able to get my hands on yeah so but yeah so there's no information that i have on this yeah. mike moen song <laughs> so i'm pretty i'm pretty confident about it the, the bands I mentioned covering it before and yeah. them covering it now. So. so, okay, let's go top 10. Uh, I don't have a, I don't have, I don't have a particular order. Okay. Do you, do you have a, uh, how do you want to do this? Do you just want to go? Maybe we just, yeah, we just blow through them on our own. Do you, do you want to say anything about? I've got about... a little bit to say about each of them. Okay. Just a why, little, why don't just, you, just a little bit. Why don't you start with, uh. And for me, again, this isn't, I'm not ranking them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go through them fairly quickly. Obviously, we got MXPX in there. Yep. But this we're thinking of as sort of separately from the obvious pick. I think Janelle Monet's Dirty Computer has got to be my record of the year. It feels like an instant classic. Uh, I mentioned it on the pod when it first came out, but it feels like she's sort of channeling Prince, which I need in my life as a big Prince fan. Feels very 2018. It's kind of a concept album. So very into that. Um, Mitski, her album Be the Cowboy. She's another one I've mentioned on the show. Uh, just a super versatile record. She first came onto my radar with um, the song Your Best American Girl. Uh, is that what it's called? Something like that. Uh, You're All American Girl. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but uh, that song is great and has these like very 90s um guitars that you don't hear a ton anymore and um this record has some of that but it has some weird synthy stuff um has piano stuff she's like classically trained um anyway 
very well-rounded uh beach house put mm-hmm. out a great record this year um i think it's their eighth album uh i love this record i love this band i do uh, great dream pop and this is more in that realm uh robin put out an album mm-hmm. honey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love her i'm going to see her in a few months stoked about that uh this is her first record in eight years and i love her last record and i haven't seen her live so i'm Pumped for that. Uh, Courtney Barnett, you know her? Yep, yep. I got we that new talked record, about too. Her. Yeah, that record is great. Um, I remember hearing her first album and liking it, but the, this new record, Tell Me How You Really Feel, is just yeah. like really great garage rock. Um, yeah. Sounds great. Uh, John Prine put out a record, Tree of Forgiveness. He's kind of a legendary folk singer, uh, kind of came to prominence in the 70s, but... He's kind of got this gravitas now as he's gotten older and has this deeper voice. And it's just a really solid um, folk record from mm-hmm. kind of an older dude. I'm into those things. Um, uh, Low is one of my favorite bands. Uh, talking about Christmas records, they have a Christmas album that's one of my faves. Um, but they put out an album, Double Negative, this year. It's their 12th album. Very, like, droney, slowcore, that whole thing that's usually what they do but this is one of their weirder ones um i'm into it and then um we talked uh about all the kanye produced records as they came out this year mm-hmm. i think my favorites of the bunch remain the push a t record daytona okay. yeah um which i think yeah i think that's the most successful of the kanye projects this year to me i still listen to it the most and then kids see ghosts i would probably put in there too maybe towards the bottom. It didn't quite reach the heights of what I was hoping for with that collaboration, but I still have returned to it a fair amount. Um, and then finally, this is kind of a weird one, but uh, Colin Stetson is like this avant-garde uh, saxophone player and composer, and he did the score to the movie Hereditary, which hmm. I'm a big, scary movie guy, um, and this movie is terrifying and weird, and he did the score and it is scary but it also reaches these sort of like euphoric heights uh by the end of the record and i've listened to that a lot so i've thrown that in too so those those are my 10 faves what you got bro um okay so we had only we had i guess technically two albums okay um on the both on our list uh-huh. and i don't know Maybe Danny Stairs is going to give me shit for this, too. But Between the Buried and Me put out two albums this year, uh, uh, Automata 1 and 2. So, I mean, there is sort of a joint collection in my mind. Yes, they did release them separately, but they are releasing a deluxe version of it together this January or February. And I just dropped some coin on getting, uh, I'm glad I did not purchase those vinyl separately right now since, uh, I, I was waiting for something and I'm glad they, yeah, they did. So I gotta check it out. Yeah. I, I, for those of you who don't know, I'm a big metal fan between the buried and me it's probably one of my favorite metal bands um just progressive sometimes kind of weird and jazzy and there's some elements on this record to me that 
have like kind of a Tom Waits vibe. Sometimes they throw in a squeeze box every now and then on their records and it can get kind of noisy and weird. And I really like it. Cool. Uh, MXPX, of course, um, silent planet, a metal band out of California, actually on solid state. Interesting. Uh, so the album is called when the end began and, I think it's easily the best metalcore album of the year. Nice. Super into it. Super into the uh, the lyrics. He, uh, the lead singer, uh, I think he has a master's in psychology. Cool. And his every line is just so rich with meaning and they they annotate every line so mm. if you buy their albums or go to genius.com you can cool. understand what they're talking about in each line uh andrew wk's you're not alone nice i was not uh, aware he put out a record yeah it's you know endlessly positive as andrew wk is yes. i've been a wk fan uh since uh, I get wet when that came out. Um, sure. It's, I mean, it's a classic. It's a, it's Good a, one. it's a party rock, yep. party rock classic. Uh, the interrupters fight the good fight. Okay. I think a lot of people are. Uh, there have been people who are saying, "Are we in the throes of fourth wave, fourth Skov? wave baby?" And I don't know if the interrupters are the ones ushering it in, but they are definitely get a, getting a lot of. Uh, airplay a lot of tv spots they've been playing they played jimmy kimmel which was kind of a big deal to me yeah i think uh as far as i do have i do have some hip-hop on my list saba his album care for me okay he is a chicago west side rapper this is his second album and a lot of it a lot of the album is about his late cousin who got stabbed to death in 2017 so i from what i read when he was writing it he was saying oh man a lot of these guys a lot of these songs rather are about my cousin and what i like about it is that it's not overproduced the beats are at times just like really minimal mm-hmm. and so it allows his lyrics to really come through uh into that sleep their album the sciences Mm -hmm. their first album in 13 years they are a stoner metal band stoner rock wikipedia says a doom metal power trio yeah (laughs) sounds so yeah they're Doom metal is certainly, uh, I would put them, I would still say they're certainly stoner. Sure. 100%. Uh-huh. Uh, they, I feel like you get uh, a contact high just <laughs> from listening to their yeah their stuff. I think they, had, didn't they have a song that was on uh, True Detective? I oh, I don't I'm, know. I think I'm not making that up and that song was nuts. Um, anyway. It's it's so the, the they're very doomy. They're very slow, very long songs. 
the uh just like the the guitars and and it, and the bass and it, everything is just like fuzzy and and the guitar shredding sounds great so if you don't have any any place to go and you just want to like take a a nice rip of the rip of a bong or something or a pipe and uh-huh. just get blazed i think this would be like you know just sit back they have one <laughs> album their their album um they have an album that had two songs on it and it was i think it was their album uh dope smoker okay and it's you know they're just i don't know they're not like my favorite uh stoner metal band uh i i don't know if you've ever heard of elder mm-hmm. or baroness yep. uh those are those are kind of or pallbearer mm-hmm. those are tend to be more of the kind of stoner metal stoner rock bands that i'm into sure uh, yeah, by the way, the song Holy Mountain was the one that was okay. introspective. That song okay. is wild. Uh, Ezra Furman's Transangelic Exodus. I don't even know what that is. So Ezra Furman is, he's actually from Evanston. Huh. And he's, I think he's going to be a big deal. I think he has like some of the songs that he writes, it has this, kind of indie rock vibe but it also has he has that storyteller kind of lyric that reminds me of Bruce Springsteen and but he's also he's bisexual and he dresses sort of maybe like trying to do like a gender queer sort of thing Uh like that sounds right he's like Sounds I'm better a, than uh, saying cross-dressing. Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. Um, and he he's like, he says he's not transgender because he's like, I am, he identifies as a man, but like, sure. you know, he'll wear, he'll wear dresses or something. And it's like, that's just sort of queering his, the, the gender norms, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, plus he writes badass records. Idols. The Bristol, England punk band, their album Joy as an Act of Resistance Mm -hmm. is awesome. Nice. And it touches on a lot of issues that I care about as a lib. Uh, (laughs) It's and it's they talk about he has a a song about toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. He has a song about grief as he. he and his wife suffered a stillborn child and he wrote this really personal song about it, about how, you know, even though they lost a child, he's still a father, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like this really powerful moving song mm-hmm. talks about immigration, talks about Brexit and it's just like really, really great stuff. And Joy as an act of resistance is definitely up there in terms of like the best album titles of the year. Yeah, that's cool. I think it's an amazing title. And Janelle Monet Dirty Computers on my yeah. list as well. I do have some other I do have some honorable mentions. 
Serum. Ghosts prequel. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Swedish satanic pop rock band. As discussed earlier. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm into it. And Black Thought, his Streams of Thought that right, right. he dropped uh, was something else that I was really into. I mean, there are a lot of albums that I didn't feel like even had a chance to... Yeah. I feel like I was so immersed in MXPX this year. <laughs> That's true. That I didn't even really get a chance to dive as much into some other records yeah, as, as I wanted to, but, but it was worth it. Uh, factual. <laughs> yeah. Into, into those records. Yeah. If anybody else wants to continue the conversation about what they like, yeah. Let or us know if, yours. if any of the records that we mentioned, um, I'm sure that there are people who are like, how could you not? Yeah. You know, well, there's yeah. as evidenced by, punk bands that have released records that we didn't know about that other people have mentioned and stuff so you know Um, alkaline trio put out a new album this year uh yeah let us know yours and perhaps we'll throw these up maybe somewhere and and people can comment there as well but those are some of the records that came out this year (laughs) yes um how about we talk christmas songs here momentarily MXPX Christmas songs? MXPX Christmas songs. I'm into it. All right, so... Take a little break to uh, get the reindeer strapped in, and then we'll be back. (laughs) Yep, we'll be back. We'll have milk and cookies and reindeer, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have those too. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Diamonds. Uh, that, <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> so, John, this is this is our Christmas app. It are is. You, are you feeling jolly? I'm pretty jolly. I gotta I'm, say, I'm. We're gonna get a little bit more jolly here. <laughs> yeah. We have. It's not a. Uh, it's not a best life. No. Few things are. But we gotta we gotta celebrate this Christmas up right. Agreed. May not be diamonds, but uh, <laughs> liquid diamonds, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. So yeah, John and I have been enjoying a uh, a selection of craft beers that the Midwest has to offer. Uh, if any, if any of uh, the uh, these breweries. Uh, Half Acre, Solemn Oath, Three Floyds. We Good will stuff. we will take we will take your <laughs> your money to hawk your products. Yep. All right, uh, John, did you get any of these back in the day? Because so, I was not. I think you and I have uh, discussed famously. We missed infamously infamously missed the PX Fan Club. Yeah. We missed the whole whole deal. Yeah, and the more sort of um, entrenched we get into this community, the more people are like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. why weren't you part of the fan club? I don't know. I was never part of any fan club. It just wasn't I really didn't. on my radar. I, but, but, I, um, I wasn't even aware <coughs> that it was a thing. Yeah, well. I I guess I wasn't, mm-hmm. on the, wasn't on the website enough. Yeah. I wasn't 
I don't know. I wasn't I'm sure it was to... in those liner notes, and I don't know. I will say, Christmas Day was definitely on my radar when it came out. It was okay. on some mixes of mine in high school, and definitely was part of my regular MXPX rotation. Okay. Um, and then here and there throughout the years, there would be ones that I would hear. Um, but yeah, for the most part, most of these songs are pretty new to both of us. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, and you haven't heard pretty much any of them, right? No, up until uh, up until this year, I yeah. I'd not really heard. Maybe I had heard. Some of these, like maybe I heard punk rock Christmas somewhere or Christmas Day. I don't know. It's, it didn't, it didn't cross my, yeah. Um, also been kind of on people's radars this year because they just took this massive list of songs. Uh, I think the most recent punk rock Christmas release had 12 songs or 14 with some bonus tracks and then. They've sliced that thing down, and with the release of their new song, December, for this year, yep. the current version of the record, uh, the Punk Rock Christmas EP, is only six songs. Yep. That's what's currently streaming and stuff. So. Yeah, so I was, I snagged one of those CDs before they were gone yeah. forever, and I foolishly left it at home, so <laughs> I know, I blew it. Yep. Uh, so, but here, here's the thing. There are, you can, you can tell the moment they stop working with Kravak. Mm. Interesting take. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. We'll have to get into it. Oh, interesting. Is there some... No, there, I'm just, are we starting I, off with the controversy? No, no, already? I just... I wasn't um, thinking in that way, but looking through the songs, I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe. No, you'll... You'll... Mm. You'll... Here. <laughs> okay. Um, hashtag Kravak back. <laughs> Let's get him back. Um, shout out really quickly to maybe what makes a great Christmas record. Okay. Um, That's an interesting conversation. Yeah, I... This is one... Unlike covers, where I was kind of saying, like, if there's a a version of the song and you do a new version of it, I'm kind of into it. But if you're just kind of doing the same thing, I don't really see the point. For Christmas songs, I'm kind of like, I'm all in on any of it, generally. Like, I just love Christmas music. Um, um, newsflash, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big Christmas music fan, too. Yeah. I know some people are like... Christmas music is the worst. Is that Trump? He said it today. Believe me, if it makes people happy, I hate it. It's the worst. I'm dead inside, so I hate Christmas. Anything um, that brings people joy, believe me, people. Oh, man. It really could have been something he said. Um, but yeah, so I love when um, alternative bands or punk bands or whatever take on Christmas songs. You know, some We've talked about Sufjan extensively. I yeah. love those records. David Bazan has a great Christmas record. Over the Rhine has several great Christmas records. I mentioned Lowe's. Uh, Sleeping at Last did a similar thing where he would release a song a year for a long time. And he's got Amy a great Grant. <laughs> Amy Grant is interviewed in my magazine. Yes. I um, don't know if we've heard any update on that. Maybe we'll have to oh, do that. Oh, it's released. It's out there, people. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll do the uh, 
Amy Grant Tennessee Christmas holiday special for the uh, Patreon, perhaps. Yes. Um, oh, man. <laughs> the Brilliance uh, has a great Advent record out. I don't know if you know them, but I think you'd be into them. Um, and as far as, like, classics, I mean, you got Charlie Brown Christmas. I, I, I don't know if I've taken that record off my record yeah, player this just, month. It's perfect. Uh, Bad Religion has a great yeah. Christmas album. So we, we didn't talk about that on the pod, I don't think, but, like... As far as punk albums go, it's like that Bad Religion Christmas record. When it came out, I was like, "What? I don't it, understand. How is this thing?" But it rules. So it rules. Well, yeah. And I think you're it, saying it's because it's like they're just like great melodies. And well, great it's songs. it's they're great melodies. They're great songs, and it to take those songs. If I had to pick one punk band that these classic Christmas hymns would work with, one hundred percent, it's Bad Religion. Yeah, because you layer in all those soaring background melody harmony things. They're, they're tight harmonies. Yeah. They work it's, perfectly. It sounds great. Yeah. It sounds amazing. It's not like, like winky it, or anything. No, it's just pretty no, it's not. straight ahead. It's, it's, and, and they don't like Greg Graffin's not like, let me just take all the Jesus stuff. No, right. they just, let's take yeah. like, that's, Sing about Christ the Lord, <laughs> right. and which is a little jarring. It's yeah, it's great, but it's still it's great, and it's nineteen minutes, yeah, and it just perfect. like they just blast through it. Yeah, you know, um, I am super into it. Another uh, new punk uh, Christmas record, Goldfinger's new EP. Did you hear it? I about? haven't listened to it. It's yet. good, man. I like it? it. It's really fun. They um they do a twelve days of Christmas okay. where each. Each number is a different uh, genre, so five fun. golden rings is hardcore. So it's like five gold. <laughs> it's it's super fun. That's amazing. Um, and then yeah, I, I don't know Jackson Five, Stevie Wonder. Those are classic Christmas albums. Um, the Muppets and John Denver Christmas really works for me. So anyway, I have a great um, affinity for Christmas records, and um, I love that MXPX has been doing this tradition for so long. And releases a Christmas song every year, and um, now we're going to talk about some of them. <laughs> yeah, we are. Thanks for that. I'm glad you. I'm glad <laughs> sure. you brought that up. You know, uh, you know when we. Another thing to add to that, when Dana and I go put go get our Christmas tree, we put on ninety three nine Light FM oh, yeah. because <laughs> right after yep. right after Thanksgiving. 24 hours a day, <laughs> Christmas music nonstop. It's on my like set stations in my car because of during Christmas time. Yeah. I'll put it on. So. Yeah. It's, I, I also heard, I don't know if I talked about this on the pod, um, some study about how Christmas music is like makes people crazy. Oh, I, I, I heard the opposite. Really? <laughs> there was some headline that was like, People who are smart and experience joy love Christmas music or something like that. So here, here is what they the it was, it was saying that because of the familiarity of Christmas music, the mental energy you have to use to not pay attention and huh. to not and to like to try and not focus on it, sure. it it makes it more difficult to pay attention, focus, and it's just like interesting. I guess it you expend mental energy trying to uh, not hear yeah, or something. That's interesting. So whether or not that's legit, I don't know, but it's a thing. It is. <laughs> so, so, so 
Let's Shall we start back in the year of our Lord, 1998? <laughs> yes, let's do it. She waits and prays because it's almost Christmas Day. A little faith can always go such a long way. number one it's my number three all right this is yeah as i said the first christmas track of theirs i heard it's the first christmas track they did yep i've known it the longest and if i'm not mistaken i believe this is a uh uh kravak tune sounds right 98 would be right in his wheelhouse yep i love the keys love those keys yeah I mentioned on our Renesis, 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 Renaissance, that um, the opposite and Gray Skies. Yeah, I love those keys sounds. Mm-hmm. And the first time I heard it was here, and I was like, "Oh, they should do this more." Yep. Um, and yeah, that's a big part of it for me. But uh, yeah, the song still rules twenty years later. Yep, yep, and that's why it's on my in my top three. Christmas only comes once a year At least that's what I hear And once it's gone think about this one um it's kind of flat yeah it's it's probably my least favorite of the entire collection <laughs> yeah i gotta yeah. say this is christmas only come once a year 1989 yeah. uh, i mean it's, it's boring it, it's it's a little boring uh i think there's is it maybe some toward a little toward the end gets better there i think i think some of these songs take a while to yeah. to take off it's it but it's still it's a little boring uh yeah i they could have gone faster and i would be yeah. okay with that <laughs> yeah agreed 
Uh, moving on to 2000. The year 2000. In the year <laughs> 2000. Uh, did you notice anything in the production? Doesn't sound as good. <laughs> this is because Steve Kravak is no longer working with the band. <laughs> So this is the like most 2000 you could if someone just played this for me and told me what year was this recorded 100% it's the year 2000 <laughs> yeah because it sounds like they produced it in the clubhouse because <laughs> yeah. they did record it and produce it in the clubhouse right it sounds like the renaissance ep the sounds chord like progressions bones. Sounds ever passing moment. Sounds like ever passing moment yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, I really like the the chorus and the melodies of the chorus. Yeah, I like it too. I have all those things in my notes as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I like it. It feels did, of that era. Yeah. It's uh, super long for them. Did, yeah, I was gonna ask. <laughs> did you also include that they could have cut off at least yes. a minute because yes, they the end is just this for like a minute and a half. <laughs> Which is fine, but too much. Kravak would not have let that fly. I 100% say (laughs) it's funny going from Kravak to this, how long and unfocused the songs got. (laughs) That Kravak would have been like, no, we're we're making this song uh, three minutes and 20 seconds rather than... You know, almost five minutes long. It's too long, people. It's super too long. long. Maybe they were going for their Christmas epic this year. Could be. You know, it was the turn of the century. They're feeling ambitious. That Y2K was coming, so they wanted to get <laughs> yeah, it all they're out. They're like, we got to get all of our long content out because the computers are going to erase everything. You got to get a, you know, got to invest invest in this new internet thing. Right. The internet bubble burst definitely won't happen. Nope. Make all of our money. Right. Uh, I love the Proclaimers. <laughs> yes. Oh, 
so there's there's a lot going on in this song. <clears throat> it feels like three songs. Mm. Does it feel so good that it's your number two? It doesn't. <laughs> it does for me. <laughs> it's there. There are parts about this song that I really like. Yeah. Uh, those little <laughs> those guitar flourishes uh-huh. are so out of place. Oh, I'm I'm so into it. They feel they doesn't feel like they even belong in the song. I like it, that it's like these weird cowpunk psychobilly riffs into verses, and then the verses are like hard. Yeah. And then the choruses are like catchy. I'm just yes. into it. It takes me on a journey. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It does take maybe maybe it'll, it'll uh, take me time to to, to fully appreciate to, to adjust to it. But also in addition to the obvious 500 miles vibe. I love that we both made the same joke at the same time. <laughs> well, that's because it's very. When I wake up. Uh, so, so this was written, if we were to assume, since it was released in 2001, that it Mm -hmm. was written in 2001, this would be around the time he married Holly. Mm, He wants some Holly. Yes. So light the candles and get me Holly. So it's, it's I think it's a double meeting. Winky winky. Yeah. Little double meeting. It works. And shout out to our boy, Mike, Mike Rara for making a... Clever AF uh, little uh, pun there. That's right. Um, those bells at the end. Come on. Those bells, though. Bro. Yeah, man. I'm a sucker for Christmas bells. Yeah. It sounds great. Uh <laughs> I just wish I think they, there's too much going on. I think there's a little bit going on. It, you know, they they cram a lot into a, you know, two minute and fifty second song or whatever it is. Yeah, I uh, just those it's those flourishes to me. I love they those flourishes. They they just are a little jarring. Sure, they're definitely jarring. Yep. Uh, two thousand two, bro. She was an American girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, other than the clear Tom Petty American yeah. girl uh-huh. uh, rip off there at the beginning, he's singing really high. He is, yeah. He sounds good. He's, I mean, normally these sorts of things would be like given to our boy Tom, right? But I'm, I don't know if I'm curious if Mike thinks he'd be able to pull off <laughs> singing that high. Still, I don't know. It sounds pretty good these days. It's um, true. Yeah, I think this one's really fun. Christmas party, by the way. Yep. Uh, it's lightweight. Yeah. But I like it. It's a little long again. <laughs> um, this this th- so speaking of uh, uh, jarring moments and Christmas songs. It's not- 
I like it. You know, support, as you do in your Christmas <laughs> socks. I support Screamy Mike, uh, whatever season of the year it is. <laughs> just want a meal on it. Yeah, just you want you want Dark Mike and oh, yeah. Screamy Mike. The best mics, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, you know what's even better? What's that? Zombie fighting Mike. So music, musically, I'm really into it. Oh my gosh, everything wise, I'm really into it. It's my number three. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. Uh, we are six songs in, and I blew through my whole. Yeah, top you three. did. Uh, it's very silly. It's very silly. It it makes sense to me because when you know, I look at the kind of like we're zombie craze has been going on for quite some time now. But when I think about when that might have started uh 28 days days later later, came out in two in late 2002 so i bet mike was like shit (laughs) it's too late for me to get a new song out uh maybe i'll do he's like i gotta do this for 2003 i gotta have a zombie christmas song in 2003 i support it it's uh it's also funny because it's like okay so they put out two christmas songs in 2003 which we'll get into with our next one but i think it's because I mean, I was surprised, like, okay, so 2003 is before everything and after. Right. Um, I wouldn't necessarily expect them to be singing about zombies and doing basically, like, kind of a hardcore song. Right. But the other song is a little more before everything and after. So this one, both of them were on the punk rock Christmas collection that came out in 2009. Right. But this one was also on the A Santa Cause, It's a Punk Rock Christmas comp. So maybe that's why it feels a little different. But... Yeah, I'm super into it. I'm super into the idea of a Halloween song on Christmas. Uh, yeah, it feels a little misfitsy. The whoa, like I yeah yeah. I'm, I'm I really do I do like that. Uh, that the woes. It sounds. It it doesn't sound. It's the most like yeah. To your point, the most opposite sound for 2003 <laughs> MXPX. Yeah, right. Yeah. So this is Christmas. This to me sounds like ever passing moment era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not quite before everything. Um, a little too fast for that, but it's just I don't know. It's okay, in my opinion. 
I I like it actually. Like it? Okay, I like it too. It's you know not my top three. Sure, but it's I still think it's better than um, some. Sure, as in <laughs> guys, I really really don't feel like singing today. <laughs> Is this the Ramones? Andrew's giving me the thumbs down signal <laughs> throughout that song. I think it's okay. I kind of like, I kind of get it after like 30 seconds, you know, like already sick. I got it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I like this. Yeah, it's cool. I like that. I support that. I'm into it. But yeah, overall, this song is not, uh, as, as we say, uh, uh, do I do you have my note in here, John? I can't for, see it for Christmas, and I'm sick. What does it say? Meh. Yeah, I have. It's okay. Yep. Um, do you think he was actually sick, or do you think he's like this is gonna be a good bit? <laughs> he's like, you guys, I got a great bit. I bought it was Christmas that I'm sick. Yeah, I think I think as the years went on, uh, Mike started like trying to phone it in. Um, we got a lot of years left. Well, I think, I think that's when you know when he he early on he's like writing these sort of grand yeah, Christmas yeah. conceptual right, things, right. and then eventually and, like, I guess I'm sick. And he's like, and how about in 2005? I just like talk about 2005. talk about 2005 and like 2006. Fucking, there's like there's oh, I guess we did that and. <laughs> So we just like yeah, like sure. what what did we do today? All right. I think it's an interesting sort of retrospective. I have interesting snapshot of band's year at the time. Yep. So. Um, also, the the truest lyric in there is that they wrote a record, called it Panic, and they think it's worth us having. Yeah. I agree. 
I th- yeah. At first I was like, does he mean like having a panic attack? Like, is that what he's worth no. having? But that's not what he's talking about. <laughs> he's like, hey guys, why don't you uh, just freak the fuck out? <laughs> For um, no reason. Little Gavi Mac shout out there. Yep. Producer Gavin. Uh, it's 2005. Oh my God. So can I, this is, this is what we, this is what we deal with at all times. Um, just like, look at all of my notifications right now. <laughs> Lots of Danny stares. <laughs> Got a voicemail. What's up, guys? Getting, getting texts. Put Dennis Colin, you know, miss you. <laughs> this is Google translating. Yeah. Uh, once again. Um, can I tell you while we're on the topic, my newest favorite Danny Stairs uh, voicemail is uh, we got this the other day. Hey, what's up, dude? It's Jordan. It's dad. <laughs> Danny. Danny dad. Daddy. Yeah. Danny daddy. Da- Danny daddy. I'm going to call him my dad from now on. Jordan, yep. my dad. Jordan, Mr. Mr. Jordan, Mr. Jordan, Dad. I'd like you, Dan, to start leaving voicemails by saying, this is Danny Stairs, Under the Stairs, (laughs) Jordan, your dad. (laughs) Just go through all your titles. (laughs) Our lawyer. Yes. Um, Until we we replace you. Okay, what song are we on? We are Uh, moving into 2006. 2006. Well, MIDI throwback. Into it. Best line. What does he say? I've got my bag of tricks and it's full of snowballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a stinker. <laughs> He's also going to murder the neighborhood children. Yeah, yes. Um, Just fuck those kids. This is a top three contender for me. It's fun. Really fun. I love that 8 bit opening, as we were saying. Yep. And then around the bridge, these jingle bells kick in and stay in for the rest of the song. I'm into those. Well, they also, the, uh, the, all the different people involved in the snowball fight. That's right. Into it. Urinator. The urinator, he's throwing balls. Tommy Gun, he's Tommy Gun. throwing balls. balls. The leprechaun is throwing balls. Grimy Richard is throwing balls. Tommy Rat, he's throwing balls. Sticky Bean, he's throwing balls. Holly Kids are throwing balls. He's the H-bomb H-bomb with some refs there uh, Shout right. out to Grammy Richard uh, <laughs> Poconetch podcast host Yep I can only assume by this time next year He'll say Andrew and John Doing a different theme song with me <laughs> I assume <laughs> We can we can only assume yeah. uh, uh, So there's I was trying to look up Throughout this Uh uh, research of this episode and uh, some of you might be saying um, what research uh, I, I found some the late great snowball fight of 2006 lyrics and by that I mean quote unquote lyrics and my favorite are the uh, 
the some of the names that <laughs> they think Mike is saying. For for Grimy Richard, someone has it as Gummy Richard. <laughs> gummy, he loves G- his gummy bears. He's all about the. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure he says Stinky Pete, right? <laughs> Isn't that what I thought the uh, No Effects guy was named? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, that was in my head subconsciously. Yeah. Uh and then when he says I'm the H bomb, I'm throwing balls, this person thinks he he said on the eight farm. Yeah, I love the eight farm. Classic <laughs> Christmas destination. Classic. Yep, yeah, gotta that's where I get my Christmas trees. <laughs> gotta get my Christmas trees on the eight that's farm. The old eight farm. On oh, the old eight farm, throw those balls. Mm-hmm. Growing those eights. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh yeah. That's a fun one. Yep, I'm into it. Yeah, uh, so now it's you know war and all one? the neighborhood kids are down. That is not what he says. <laughs> no. What 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 else is what else is fun? Uh moving in 2007. Oh shit. Merry uh. Christmas. Ha I feel like we need to listen to this whole thing. <laughs> oh, well, for Christmas is a yippy little dog with a diamond collar on wearing Louis Vuitton. All I really want is some real estate. I'll take a rocker, Santa, to the Golden Gate. All I want for Christmas is my own private island. Island, island, island. So all I want for Christmas is everything you got. So to your pockets, I don't ask for a lot. Yeah, all I really want is a movie screen. Ten, Ten bigger than you ever seen. Talking about journeys, I've really gone on a journey with this song. Me too. At first, I was just like, "Oh my god, so silly," but like I support it. And just now listening to it, <laughs> which happened, it, by the way, it only it only took another <laughs> several seven years, yeah. seven years. <laughs> um, and then I was like, "No, it's fun." And now I'm like, "Is this my favorite song on this? <laughs> it's so fun. It is. It is really fun. I." Uh, part of me is like, my my dudes are not the Beastie Boys. I think they know that. And but, and here's uh, the thing: yeah. like, this is the journey that I went on with the song. <laughs> like, because, uh, 2018, Andrew heard "Give Me Christmas." Uh-huh. So, you know, this is this is this is like this couldn't be. Any more winky winky Mike Yeah <laughs> They couldn't He can't wink any harder Without like Puncturing his eyes somehow <laughs> Yeah I gotta say I mean this is This was secret weapon year They're in that That mold Yeah um, I'm, But I mean against my better judgment I'm just super into it Like it's It's a little cringy That's my style Especially this stuff I'll be here for a while. Until this the best part though <laughs> your little dog got the diamonds on <laughs> I should have put uh, 
I should have put some diamonds on Harriet tonight for <laughs> yeah, you should. this episode. Little who Harry's got the diamonds on. Um, no, she didn't. <laughs> we are entirely in Mike's delivery corner for the song, obviously. <laughs> yes. Um, I have to also shout out again, Tom. He's my dude. Yes. Love him. But the from the to the couldn't be <laughs> less enthusiastic. He. he he tried to scrape up a couple fucks, but he <laughs> couldn't, couldn't do it. Couldn't find any. I mean, yeah, he was fresh out. They're channeling Beastie Boys, like you're saying, and Run DMC, like Christmas Time in Hollis, which is a classic Christmas song. But for those for a Run DMC kind of song, you need to be like from the to the yeah. And he's like from the to the, which is fine. Um, <laughs> when we get to the remix, I think that gives that section a little more uh, oomph behind it. Um, also, shout out to him saying, you like puddin' at the end of the song, which is uh, the beginning to a filthy joke. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Maybe he said it already. Uh, there he is. You just heard him go, puddin'. Show me some of that sweet, sweet. <laughs> Yo, food. You like puddin'? Okay, so it's the setup to a filthy joke, which is, you like pudding? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be putting my dick in your whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how the joke goes. And I'm just like, these dudes were on tooth and nail at the time, yeah. <laughs> throwing in a filthy joke. I mean, that's the dirtiest thing uh, Mike has ever referenced. <laughs> on on record, song. that is. Um, we should also shout out the video, <laughs> which is, yep. again, very fun, but so cheap. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. I really think this could have been, like, great. Like, if they would have done it, kept it silly, but, like, a little bigger. If our bro Brian, if our bro Brian Bouchard <laughs> were to direct um, it, perhaps he so could have... So, uh, I think we need to 100% get our boy Brian Bouchard to get the dudes to come back out yeah. to to Indiana... Go yep. back, get to the airport. <laughs> yep. You know, they got their, they can drive up in a, in like a black car. Sure. You know, get out like slow motion, like yeah. walk up to the, like a private plane or something. <laughs> yeah. And then like, I don't know, like that, that'd be, that'd be pretty, yeah. that'd be pretty awesome. It. CJ Funk, if you've got a Gimme Christmas uh, video pitch in <laughs> yeah. you, let us yeah, know. Yeah, let's it's, um, hit us up with your, with your, uh, what's it? What's it called? I'm not a. I'm not a writer. When you have treatment. a a treatment, yeah. there we go. Uh, yeah, give us your gimme Christmas treatment, and then we can pitch it to our boy, uh, Bremerton Bride 2.0, or the H bomb, or the H bomb, or the urinator. Uh, Tommy Gun. Tommy Gun. He's from the to <laughs> the <laughs> song about Christmas. Two And cut. <laughs> and cut. And cut. And <laughs> cut. Okay. Sad and so 
So this has a. Uh, we haven't gotten to it yet, but I'm not going to listen to the whole song. This song has uh, a handful of references to songs yeah. past. They kind of go through all their old songs, I think. Well, a lot, yeah. Well, at least the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, sick, two thousand five, yeah. snowball fight. Those are the ones that I caught. Yeah, um, this is a top three candidate for me. I really like it. I think it, it's really interesting. It, it's one of the. It's one of the songs I feel like actually sounds kind of like a Christmas song. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if that. they threw in, if they threw in a lot more bells or something. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, zombies. That chord progression. On the chorus, feels very like Weezer-y to me. Where it's okay. like, I'm super into that. Um, you, uh, you may have wanted the harmonies to stop, but I love that they just keep going until they're screaming. <laughs> yeah, they just, they just like, because I think it, 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 those, it just, it's pretty wild. That's usually where a song is. Yes. And then it goes like 12 times more. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe some of these songs will grow on me over the years. Could be. They're very, I mean, a lot of them are very silly. And I just They're feel very like silly. I'm and here this for is, it. And this is maybe, maybe this is this is the tension that I deal with. The, the I, uh, I struggle with the the silly MXPX. Lots of winkers in there's, here. There's lots of winkies. <laughs> Okay, so John, where do we go from here? Because we have a lot of 2009. We do, which is because this is when Punk Rock Christmas came out. Um, so the song Punk Rock Christmas was technically the 09 song, I believe. Okay, so why don't we do that? Let's do it. It's okay. What do you think? I I like it. I think it's my number two. Oh wow. Okay. So here's what I'll say. I mean the na 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 into it super catchy into the na na nas into the na na nas. I think the breakdown that happens is really cool. This this to me sounds like left coast punk. There there are some elements, especially you run up like the repetition. Sure. Like uh. I feel like this could be. Yeah, it was right around the it same sounds, time. It sounds as good as. Yeah. The I wonder if Left Coast Punk EP. They might have even recorded this song with those sessions. It was right around the same time. 
because it's it's up there with December in terms of like some of their best some of the best sounding production. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's just kind of it doesn't like reach that extra level of like doesn't switch out of the gear enough for me or something. You need but some. You need some. Uh, <laughs> I need like twelve <laughs> harmonies on top of each other. <laughs> yeah, so. you need. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely like it. It's. Um, but uh, yeah, I think maybe I need to spend some more time with it. Some more na na na's. I need. I need to spend some more time with with. Okay, I was like, why are we coming back there again? Because <laughs> I need to spend more time with it, bro. Well, we will in a little bit. Yeah, we will. Uh, uh, okay, so what's what's the next 2009? All right. So Old Lang Syne, also released on Punk Rock Christmas. <coughs> Should all the quaintance be forgotten Never front of mind Should all the quaintance be forgotten Days of Old Lang Syne Lyrics that nobody actually knows to the song, but we'll all we'll all try and sing yeah, it yeah, yeah. on New Year's Eve. Well, uh, a cup of cheer, uh, <laughs> um, something something forgot. Uh, um, yeah, this fits in the mold of kind of the bad religion style songs we were talking about, yeah, where it's like yep. it's really fun, it's fast, it's not mind blowing, <laughs> like it's not like reinventing the song for me, but I like it. I'm I'm into it. Agreed. Yeah, I still think it's fun. I like I like the brevity. Yeah. Uh, would we gonna do Cole questions? Yep, those are the bonus tracks for Punk Rock Christmas. Let's do Cole. of that song uh you had a note earlier that you made me read <laughs> which was meh which was my reaction to both this and the next song i just i feel like i know why they're bonus tracks yeah they don't really do too much for me they don't offend me but uh <laughs> um questions i don't know what to how to process this song <laughs>
a weird one. This is a really weird song. <laughs> I think I think this this might have been the m- moment. Like Mike's like, just gonna just just questions. W- whatever comes to mind. Magnets. How do they work? <laughs> Fucking magnets, bro. <laughs> Um, yeah, I never thought about actually how silly it was until he <laughs> looked at me during that part where he's like, like recycling. <laughs> You're like, what the hell are you even talking about, dude? That, that, that classic <laughs> Christmas conundrum. Monsters, like, what's you know, going on here? I yeah, I don't know. This one's, this one's pretty silly. This is very, very silly. <clears throat> All right. Then you got your punk rock Christmas seven inch. That's what she said. <laughs> Christmas girth. <laughs> Christmas um, girth. And uh, we got acoustic demos here for two songs. Let's see. What do you want? You want the punk rock Christmas acoustic? Punk rock Christmas. Yeah. Oh, you were just playing all four tracks from the record. I see, I see. Yes. Uh, I feel like there's not a lot gained by an acoustic version of this, but <laughs> it's fine. No, it's fine. <clears throat> um, How about some Christmas Day? Let's hear it. See, I like that harmonica in there. She waits and prays because it's almost Christmas Day. His voice sounds so different these days. That's what she said. <laughs> that holiday seven inch. <laughs> I think this works a lot better as a as a, an acoustic version than um, punk rock Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I don't know; these are just demos, but um, yeah, yeah. If we saw Mike do a December show and he busted this out, I'd be super into it. Yeah, a little harmonica in there, not a problem. No big. It. No, I wouldn't have any. Wouldn't complain. Clearly, "Gimme Christmas" is the only Christmas song I truly want to see live. But uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I I want I want Yuri. Diamonds oh would, Doing his little dance if, if we redid our list of live songs I would have to throw a bonus <laughs> Give me Christmas Give me Christmas yep. so satisfying uh, But that's not what we're talking about Nope Should we move on to Santa Claus? Uh, Snowed In? No uh, Oh, 2009 still Yeah, yeah The song that I didn't remember earlier I feel like I should be on a beach somewhere the Beach sucks now it does. Where have you been? I've been waiting here just to let you in. Yes, Santa Claus, what you got on your back? Is there something? 
I'm sorry I did not give the cackler proper credit for singing this earlier because it's super fun. Yeah. And I love that he sang it for the Christmas up. Uh, it's not really doing too much for me. No, I, I like think, Mikey Moen a lot, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's you know he he's he was too busy with a dick to cry on and <laughs> yeah. coming in from kicking heads in right. uh, to to participate in this. Yeah, it just uh, also yeah. I feel like I want to shout out uh, some of the neutral boy. Yeah. Album titles because, more. in addition to, in addition to the, um, those song titles mentioned, you know, aforementioned songs. You know, uh, you're an asshole, man. You know, you're an asshole, man. Uh, I want to make a song about that. Um, their their four uh, albums, everybody dies. <laughs> random acts of sexual violence. Oh boy. Weapons of mass seduction. Sure. And we all come here to die. But I, I, uh, I don't care. Yeah. I, I stand for Mikey Moen. Yep. And he has this, this song called Nice Guys Suck in Bed. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. I, he's got an up on the My Career pod. I haven't yep. listened to you. He's, i got to check that out. Oh, oh, yeah. I have not heard that. I Get him on the pod. He's my new He's my new goal. Yeah, he's... Yep. Um, yeah, yeah these, there's there there are uh, th- these are pretty great titles. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fun enough song. I like that they threw it to him to just do the whole thing and just yep. called it a day. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It doesn't uh, doesn't move me in the way of some other Mike Moen performances in the past. But it's fun enough. Agreed. Agreedo. Two thousand ten. We have. Snowden. Snowden. Not Edward Snowden. <laughs> I thought that's what this was about. Yep. I've got my white elephant gift all wrapped up with a carton of nog and my big rubber boots on. Let's sing some Christmas songs. I was supposed to be there, the duty of a good friend. But the wind was blowing, it started snowing, the power went out, now I'm staying in. I'm staying snowed in. Snowed in. Also, the Hanson Christmas album, of course, from 1997, mm-hmm. which I purchased <laughs> nice. back in. Are you a Hanson head? I I got down with Middle of Nowhere. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was a. They are very talented singer songwriters, yeah, and musicians. they have a cover of oh God, what's his name? The oh, ain't no sunshine. Uh, okay. They they do do that that Bill Withers song. I know, I know, and it sounds fucking good. And you should check it out. I will. Uh, but we're, this is the MXPX podcast. This is not 
Handling Hanson, which is like I feel like we could come up with a better title than that. Yeah. But uh, uh, that's yeah, coming well, out next well, year. Mm, pod. <laughs> that that's way better. Oh man. Every time you suggest a great pod name, I'm like, that has to exist, right? Somebody's done this. <laughs> <laughs> uh so find us on patreon.com slash mpod. Uh <laughs> Uh, what are we talking about? Okay, Snowden. Snowden. So, I think it's okay. I, the chorus is my favorite part. I like the chorus a lot. Makes me look like a girl, dressed up like a guy. <laughs> the, weird, the, weird, the words are weird. There's a lot going on. He's got rubber boots and a carton of nog. Yeah. Um, this, this is... This is a. Uh, this is not woke. No, this is Mike. this is Mike's vocab corner pretty much throughout this entire record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just like some words that he drops. <laughs> they're like, you know, th- even though uh, the like punk, recycling. even though punk rock Christmas is is in my top three. Starting off a punk song, it's like it's a. You know, I think starting off with like you're on a budget. It's like that's he's setting the scene. I know. Punks don't have a lot of money. That's true. Uh, yeah. Do punks have budgets though? <laughs> no, that's true. Break out your checkbook. <laughs> Break out your checkbook. Put the categories right. Uh, Gotta check it against the bank statement from last month. <laughs> Keep it balanced. I okay. So this is the time when we should also shout out. That 2010 tumbledown did Run Run Rudolph, uh, mm-hmm. which we're not going to play, but I will say it it's exists. okay, uh, fun, but nothing uh, revelatory to me. It was on the No Sleep Christmas comp. Mm. Uh, now we get to a stretch where I'm not really sure if there were any Christmas releases for yep. 11, 12, and 13. Correct me, PXPX Nation, if I'm wrong, but... Uh, yeah, I, yeah I mean, from the what we got sent to us, um, did a lot of did a lot of googling. Yeah, and couldn't find anything. Yeah, from what we got sent to us, I didn't, and what we could find, I did not see anything from those years. But 2014 was <laughs> oh, a momentous shit. year because "Gimme Christmas" was so good. Ooh, oh god, they had to remix it. Christmas is a yippee little dog with a diamond collar on wearing Louis Vuitton. All I really want is some real estate. I'll take from Rucker, Santa, Golden King. Sounds better there. All I want for Christmas is my own private island. Island, island, island. So all I want for Christmas is everything. I'm kind of into this. All I really want is a movie screen. I love you so much. Is that T Pain on the? Um. This part of the video is great. There's like a mic vacuuming while Mike is on the couch. Um, <laughs> do you think so they? Do you off. think they did? Uh, the reason they did this is because the Seahawks did win the Super Bowl. Oh, that could be. That could be. I mean, 
When was the last time Mike skated? Went to the skate park. Uh, too busy watching his budget. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Recycling. Um, it, uh, yeah, I, I think they maybe did it because it was like they recognized that song is great and they wanted yeah. to do more polished version. Give me some. <laughs> some of that. It definitely sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> Yuri, is there anything in particular you want? (laughs) (laughs) Your little dog got diamonds on. Um, Yes, it definitely sounds better. There are some elements that sound better, but I did. I do like the the double time. I do like the clarity of the in the in the, <laughs> in the older original. version. Yeah, yeah. I, plus, I really miss the the original's chorus where it kicks into like a double time, like yeah. actual punk sounding song. Yeah. So I like both versions, <laughs> but uh, I do I do like the. <laughs> yeah, that part is great. Oh my gosh! I this I'm, I'm this song is growing on me know, with time. each with each listen. It's pretty great. Yeah, I I wonder. I want to know what people <laughs> when it, it when it came out yeah. in 2007. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what PX people right. were like. Were they were people like, aha, this is ridiculous. This is funny because this is like one of the only music videos they've done for, <laughs> for any Christmas yeah, song yeah. I that think I it's could the only find. One. Yeah, I mean, with the exception of the, the Decem- sort December of video. sort of yeah. video. <laughs> Uh, um, this is the only one that actually has their real faces in it. And I can't believe we've never seen it. Like, yeah, it seems like I, something we should have known th- about. Uh, for real. Yeah. I mean, I was so far off the MXPX radar at this time that I feel like if I would have saw this, I would have just been like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. But like now I want to watch it every day. <laughs> <laughs> he really bites the hell out of that, uh, chain he's got on in the video. Yeah, he does many times. <laughs> Um, like okay, <laughs> I like pudding, Mike. And he, uh, and he uh, <laughs> got the the echo on there too. Yeah, he really that's, wanted that's, to know. Yeah, gotta gotta make sure everybody knows about the pudding. <laughs> that's right. Okay, we got 2015, Christmas on a Friday. I like that little bass there. Yeah, that sounds great. 
Uh, Legionnaire made a music, sort of a music video with this, huh. like going house to house, like giving shots to people to like, like dressed up as Santa. Okay. Uh, like, hey guys, Joe Moxley here. You know, um, it's that time of year where it's with the holidays. Um, and they like, we're like, yeah, we'll make a donation to something if you take this shot of Jaeger. <laughs> That's amazing. So it's like, hey, I'm uh, I'm just giving you alcohol. Drink this. <laughs> I mean, and one woman's like, oh, it's the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't live that rock and roll lifestyle. I mean, uh, but she eventually is like, yeah, give me the Jaeger. Give me it to me. Yeah, but uh, um, Christmas on a Friday was playing in the background while they were giving people alcohol in the afternoon. Nice. I, uh, I mean, he talks. He talks about drinking his weight and booze. So makes, makes sense. sense. Uh, yep. The song's okay. Doesn't really go anywhere for me. But uh, no, no. Um, uh, so let's let's talk. Uh, let's talk New Year's Eve. Let's do it because. This is, I mean, is it MXPX or is it just it's Mike Solo? Yeah, not not a common thing. Yeah, it's not. No. Uh, this also came out in 2015. Sort of Christmas, sort of holiday-ish. Yeah, holiday adjacent. Walk down to the water's edge, watch the tide come in. Sounds very contemporary, Mike. Yes. This life and the places you have been with plants so big and a love so strong, we can carry on. The remaining days grow dark, and all it ever takes is that last spark. Do you hold? The phone when you're alone Two for two Hold to your So you and I have been on the same page With yep. so many of these songs Two for two for yep. jokes at the exact same moment <laughs> uh, Yeah, that chorus Should is we... VV Wrecking Hotel Rooms yep. <laughs> Yeah, for, we sang over it, so just if you haven't heard this song. Uh, I fuck with this song though. Yeah, I'm into it. I don't know what I think about it. I, I maybe it's because Wrecking Hotel Rooms was That's like a great song. Was was my joint. Yeah, I mean it's the song is really cool. It's interesting. It's <laughs> and just, I think it's just because like do you? It's so much like Wrecking Hotel Rooms. I mean, also we got to talk about the video. Did you watch that video? I did. And Brian Bouchel. Brian Bouchel, our boy Brian, doing uh with Mike flipping through those. He's looking at the photographs. That's <laughs> uh, a podograph that's reference. Looking, that's our, <laughs> our podcast about Nickelback. Yeah, our Nickelback podcast that we will absolutely do. It'll only be about <laughs> just look at this song. photograph. We're going to go through each uh, line. Each line. Of the of, song every week. Okay. <laughs> every week. <laughs> Three hours on just one line from uh, the... 
Look at this photograph. Now, what I think he's saying, who is me here? He doesn't even when say he's me. saying look, <laughs> well, is he talking about look? looking within? <laughs> As a society, how do we look upon? As a culture, when we look back at the picture oh, of our Jesus. culture, what are we saying? <laughs> How many, are we at three hours yet? <laughs> Not yet. Oh. How, how is this even possible? <laughs> We're only on song 97 and there's 200 more to go, so we have a little while. Um, yeah, this is fun. It's an interesting, weird sort of little experiment. It's got I think the, it, yeah, it sounds great. I love the drums. It's got the, um, the four on the floor mm-hmm. drum, beat, drum beat going. I'm into it. Yeah, see? That's Mike today. Killing it. I like this. Okay, so what he needs to do is just embrace that. Yeah. And he should play that song. He needs to go jump into a pool, make <laughs> an ugly girl attractive because she gets Throw naked. Her glasses. Yep. That's... Um, no, they should play this song during holiday shows and then for the chorus, just play Wrecking Hotel Rooms like everybody wants them to do. Yep. Um, uh, what they need to do is invite us to their New Year's Eve party. <laughs> yes. And then we, that's all I want. <laughs> and that's it. That's, that's the end of my sentence. All I want for Christmas is to go to your New Year's party. Party, party, party. All right. 2016? Yes. Another Christmas. Let's see where the fuck is. Here we go. Writing sincere songs. Sure. However, I love "Give Me Christmas." <laughs> he for, contains multitudes. He's he is a he's a fully formed <laughs> human being with many sides. Where he's like, "I miss you, Holly. I want to be with you." And then he's like, 
you, you know, you want pudding? You like? Let me, That's how he proposed, I assume. <laughs> what, what's the joke again? <laughs> how about me pudding my dick in you for the rest of our lives? <laughs> the, I like to think, I think he, he started with putting this, ha, ring, putting on this ring on your finger yeah. and then giving you the dick. <laughs> so romantic. <laughs> Sorry, Herrera's. Um. <laughs> yeah, Rhodes and Rhodes and Sailor never listened to this episode. Oh, they love the show. Um, <laughs> They're huge fans of the show. My pod for life. That was an impression of a young child. This song <laughs> begins the stretch of the oh last few years. Um, dark songs, uh, but I like the darkness. Like I think um, Harriet. <laughs> You're just ignoring me. <laughs> I'm, I'm ignoring you because Harriet has emerged. In her Christmas sweater. Harriet. Harriet, what do you think about this kind of darker recent stretch of MXPX Christmas songs? She does not want. She's like, you've put me in this thing. I've made it clear I'm not interested in being part of this. Okay. She is not helping me out at all. This is, this is a great segment, though. Um, <clears throat> I am. I'm. Harry, do you need? Are you are you are you bothering us because you need to poop? Yeah, that's probably accurate. <laughs> We're almost done, Harry. A few more years. Um, <laughs> I think um, I was gonna pick her up, but then I thought she would totes poop on she me. She probably won't do that. You can pick her up. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, it's funny that we talk a lot about how you know maybe whatever fifteen years ago in the sort of panicky era, he's in a real dark place, and lately he talks about gratitude and positivity and stuff. But I feel like these last few songs are pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, and which, this one. Which one are we? I'm just thinking of like another Christmas, one week, December. They're all pretty like they touch on the darkness of Christmas, I think. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like, I, I, sh- I like the song, I should say. One week um, or? Another Christmas, I mean. But um, Oh, yeah. Me too. It kind of acknowledges sort of the <clears throat> weirdness of Christmas as you get older in a way, where it's kind of like another one's come and gone. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I know he's obviously talking specifically about like a romantic relationship, but it's just kind of like, yep, it came and it's over and another one in the rearview mirror. It kind of reminds me of um, the Pogues uh, Christmas song, The Fairy Tale of New York, which is one of my favorite Christmas songs. It's kind of like Christmas is like it acknowledges the romance and the wonder of it also also, like the sadness of it and how it marks those times in uh, relationships. So anyway, this is something I actually wanted to talk about that I was saving for talking about December December yeah, but we'll get there let's uh let's hit let's hit 2017 one week it's brand <laughs> it's weird that they covered that for this <laughs> it doesn't seem Christmassy at all it's been <laughs> since I recycled <laughs> One week till Christmas, did it come so fast? One week till Christmas, let's hope it's not our last. One week, one week till Santa's on my roof, squeezing down my chimney hole. And I know you all want some proof, but I don't want a lump of So I know he was going for the rhyme, but <laughs> chimney hole? Squeezing down my chimney hole? Um, hole? <laughs> A completely unnecessary word. I mean, unless you're like, hey, baby, you like pudding? You want to squeeze down my chimney hole? Uh, His chimney hole? 
<laughs> yeah, sure. Somebody's chimney. That's hole. how. That's how Mike gets down. <laughs> hey, whatever. Hey, whatever. Floats your chimney hole. Whatever. Um, I, yep. I think uh, I like this one. It's. Uh, I really like the co. That's mm-hmm, fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, he's like, one week till Christmas. Let's hope it's not our last. <laughs> like, it's just pretty, pretty dark. You just wanted to hear it again. <laughs> Here is my counter to your, yeah. your thoughts. <laughs> you're, you're giving this, like, you know, emotional, like, uh, dissection of the song. This is what he's talking about. Like, and I'm let's just like, uh, but more importantly. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I have to say. <laughs> do you like the song? Yeah, I do. I I like a stripped down acoustic yeah. song after a lot of diamonds. <laughs> after a lot of diamonds, uh, and you know the little dog with the diamonds on. But the I think I think having a song that's acoustic versus an acoustic version of a song. Yeah. I think that's I think that's makes yeah, it unique. Definitely. And in I mean their Christmas catalog. Right. Yep. You could probably make the argument like it's easier for him to record an acoustic song by himself, but I like it. I like I, yeah, there's something I like acknowledging the sadness of the season too, um which we were just talking about and I think having a kind of acoustic solo song uh is a good vein for that kind of thing. Yep. Um, all right, we we are caught up this year, new this year, December. number one. Oh wow okay cool it's it caps the year so well it's dark mxpx yeah. it has emily whitehurst in it and she's a goddamn angel <laughs> i love any vocals that she contributes to yeah anything that yeah. she's done she's great 
and it just her vocals sound so clean on yeah. everything and they just it's just Nick and I said this on the punk rock acoustic or the uh, the acoustic album whatever collection whatever the fuck's <laughs> called and I said that her voice mixes so well with mics and she just sounds so great um you like her a lot <laughs> the, the spoiler alert <laughs> We yeah. should get her on the pod. We should get her on the pod. Did you, uh, uh, we, we're, we're all doing we're doing Mike's podcast sloppy <laughs> seconds. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it was like, oh Brian just did. Oh hey hey Jared, how about you want to? Hey Emily. Yeah. Did you listen to that one yet? Which one? With Emily. I did. Yeah. Okay. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Um, I haven't. I have. I'm. I'm a. I haven't heard the latest one with Feldy. No, I haven't either. I've got to check that one out. He's had a good run of guests. Um, yeah, he has. But the song rules, I agree. It is a definite top three contender for me. And it's also short. Yeah, and it, right. And good. the guitar, the guitar riff. It rules. Yeah, see? All it those sounds things, so great. All those things are perfectly in keeping with the self-titled <clears throat> record. Yep. Like, it's dark, but yep. it is like, um, you know... I don't want to say profound, but it's like mature. Yep. Uh, but it's it's also uh, the song is so real. The totally nothing is easy. Believe yeah. me, I've tried. Yeah. Totally. It is. It is my experience with depression and anxiety that like anytime if any anybody gives you an easy solution for depression or anxiety or yeah. or. And they're just like, well, all you have to do is, uh, I've tried it. Right. <laughs> I've been down that road. Yeah. It's this, and I, this is, so we here at Magnified Pod, we like to have fun, but there's something that I've been thinking about, like wanting to talk about for the past couple of weeks. And that's this time of year is not easy for a lot of people for a number of reasons, whether they don't have uh, fond associations with family. Mm-hmm. They don't have a family they necessarily want to go home to, or they would like to, or they and they can't because they're working, or um, for whatever reason. You know, we, John and I, have a friend who just lost his father this week. You know, it's uh, it's not an easy time of year, and. I I know time is running out for Christmas shopping and there's lots of traveling coming up but and as somebody who has worked many many years in retail um but just in general I encourage you to try and extend as much grace and patience to everybody you run into this time of year because you don't know what somebody has going on, and chances are they've got something going on that's making this time of year difficult. So just keep keep that in mind when, you know, going to a Starbucks and ordering your latte and they, you know, mess it up. Or, um, you know, you run into somebody at the store and, you know, knock something over or whatever, just... Let's try and extend a little bit of grace to everybody. Well said. Uh, yep. Yeah, I think, I mean, again, he seems to be acknowledging mental health pretty 
frankly here. I mean, at least that's my interpretation of don't wait too long to decide your reasons why you feel nothing. Kind of yeah. like deal with what's happening sort yeah. of is what I take from that. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, this is, this has been my year yeah. back in, back in therapy trying to not push, push those things down, push, just push down the, my, my tendencies and, and be like, Hey, gotta, it's time to deal with those things. And, I encourage everybody to do the same. Totally. This feels However, like a good year to do that. Yep. Yep, for sure. Um, um, so, John, uh, I forgot to tell you, uh, transitioning from these super heavy topics and finishing up these uh-huh. run of MXPX songs, I discovered another Andrew Phelan original yes. song, Christmas song from high school. That's right. My, uh, I can't wait to hear this. My song, It's Christmas Time. <laughs> Perfect. Um, from my album, You Were Running a Good Race. Ooh. What is that? Is that like a scripture reference? It, God damn right it is. <laughs> Paul, baby. It's, uh, I don't remember. Let's see. What was it? Romans, baby. Let me see. You Were Running a Good Race. Uh, you Were Running a Good Race. Who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth? Galatians, baby. Yeah. <clears throat> so... I, let's hear it. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> is it is it you solo acoustic? It's solo acoustic. <laughs> so this was probably I had to have been maybe sixteen. Okay, is this it's, is this this is pre Andrew's party? No, this is I think this is post okay. Andrew's party. Okay, or maybe it's the same era. Same same sessions. <laughs> no, different sessions. I actually recorded this in my high school band room. Nice, and had someone help me. So you'll you'll actually hear a little bit of reverb on it. Okay. Uh but it I still sound like shit. I can't wait. <laughs> Long intro. Yep. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you all You go and trim the tree While I take the hall Solid. You can play the jingle bells While I play my guitar Or you can play something else <laughs> Just don't go too far Solid rhyme <laughs> We're all so happy now it's a time of year Let's all celebrate now With eggnog and not beer <laughs> uh, It's Christmas time It's Christmas time It's Christmas time It's Christmas time Do you want to know the reason for Christmas? Oh boy, I'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> What's this holiday all about? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> What's the reason for it? <laughs> that makes us scream and shout. When we exchange our gifts, I'll tell you what it's about. <laughs> I'll tell you right here. Big build up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you why we scream and shout. 
and drank eggnog and not beer. <clears throat> so at the birth of our Lord, in a stable in Bethlehem, couldn't get room and board. <laughs> Laid our Savior in a crib. Savior sent for you and me. Save all us girls and boys. So I guess you can see. <clears throat> Who cares about Christmas toys? It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Final verse, people. Thanks for hanging in. <laughs> it's not about your stocking this year. Hell no. <laughs> or any of the last. It's not about Santa and reindeer. It's about Jesus' birth and the best. <laughs> Don't stop praising him. When those Christmas lights come down, don't you be sad and grim. And turn that smile to a frown. Jesus will return someday. Then you'll scream and shout. And you can look at him and say, I know what Christmas is about. It's Christmas. It's going to be the first thing I tell Jesus when I finally read <laughs> it. I know what Christmas is about, bro. He's gonna he's gonna come back and be like, just one one question, bro. What's Christmas about? And you're like, I got you, bro. I got you. I know this one. Um, that is incredible. Thanks oh, for sharing it. That's not the word I'd use. It really makes you think. Now I I feel like I know now what Christmas is about. Yeah, it's about eggnog and not beer not beer for some reason false um <laughs> false did you Lies. Like, were you maybe you've talked about this you you must have talked about this at some point yeah it was like straight edge like was that part of your mo at that point um in terms of uh what you wanted to get out there message wise no not really i just want like, to throw it in there yeah i this sort of like I was I wasn't drinking anyway. I wasn't like being invited to parties <laughs> where people were drinking. So you're just bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like I don't know. I had this I had this uh I don't know, this kind of teetotaler approach to sure. to Christianity even though it's not like like there were times I didn't even want my parents drinking beer. Sure. You know, just because I thought like this is, this is wrong. This is bad. Alcohol isn't good or whatever. Yeah, you got to teach your dad the proper theology. Um, well, thank you for sharing that beautiful Christmas gift. Uh, Jesus. That's all you need to get me this year. Um, <laughs> I think... You're uh, welcome, world. <laughs> it's good. You were trying to say, like, hey, you don't have to be sad just when the lights come down. That's good. There was um, this uh, Sesame Street Christmas record I had as a kid. Okay. And the last song was Keep Christmas With You All Through the Year. Oh. And I really tried to do that because I got so sad when oh. Christmas ended. I'm like, you know what? I can keep it with me. So now I'm going to keep the meaning for the season with me uh, thanks to that song. Um, <laughs> so that's been MXPX's and Andrew's Christmas songs. Uh, let's talk real quick about what made the final cut for the current Spotify EP, which is sure. Punk Rock <clears throat> Christmas, December, Christmas Day, You're the One I Miss, Late Great Snowball Fight, and Another Christmas. So how many 
say your top three again. December, Punk Rock Christmas, Christmas Day. Okay, so all three of those are on the new one. Mine are... More plebe. <laughs> mine are Christmas Day, You're the One I Miss, and Christmas Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> so the last one is not on there, but I could have easily gone December probably yeah. for that one too. So I think I get why they made the choices they did for the current cut of songs, but it is fun to go through all them, and uh, yeah, I, I love some of these songs. So Yep. Uh, this has been fun. Yeah. John, if people want to follow us or get in contact with us, what should they do? They can go ahead and uh, smash that follow button on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, rate and review us, if you would. Mm-hmm. Help us with those uh, ratings. And if you feel so moved in the spirit of Christmas to, to write a review, all the better. Subscribe, if you haven't yet, wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? They can leave us a voicemail at 872-762-4763, 872-7-MAGPOD, or they can, uh, <laughs> Harriet is licking all over the glasses. Yeah. Um, they can send us a, an email at magnifiedpod at gmail.com. They can. And I just want to say, yeah, well, we said Instagram. Did we? Uh, <laughs> But <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> As we're closing out this year, yes, just wanted to say, whether you're a lemonhead, a red rider, pink boy or a pink girl, whether you live under our stairs or ranked life in general number eight on your list of favorite albums, mm-hmm. we are so glad you're all Magpod for life. Uh, yes. This year has been super fun. I'm grateful to you, Andrew, for having me join you on this beautiful journey. Oh, man, this, and, is, this uh, is our journey together. That's right. We've had a lot of fun. So thanks, everybody. Yeah, this is this has been this year has been bananas. Yeah, uh, I didn't I didn't think this when I started this year that this is kinda, <laughs> this is what we'd be doing. This is what with a lot doing. of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, listening to a lot of MXPX, talking to some really cool people, meeting some cool people. Yeah, um, some of whom um, don't blow. Um, <laughs> one of which. <laughs> does yep. uh yeah and and grateful to you john to you know have me to your place weekly to record and kid uh <laughs> with your busy family life to Amen. spend hours and hours recording <laughs> in, in your basement so many hours so many hours grateful to you harriet yes for all your farts um, Harriet, do you have any final <laughs> any thoughts? Closing 2018 thoughts? Oh, that's a heartfelt thank you out there, listeners. Yes. So thank you, Harriet. Yes. Well, on our next episode, we're pretty sure we're going to cover Arthur when it'll be about time for a podcast at our house, and it wouldn't be the same without you. Merry Christmas, and join us, won't you? A yippy little dog with a diamond collar on wearing Louis Vuitton. All I really want is some real estate. I'll take from Rucker, Santa, Santa to the Golden Gate. All I want for Christmas is my own private island. So all I want for Christmas is everything you got. So empty your pockets, I don't ask for a lot.